Hello and thank you for listening to Cinephile's Digest. My name is Matt and on this week's episode we're going to talk a little bit about the new David Cronenberg film Crimes of the Future. We also have a special surprise in store for y'all. We'll get to that in a moment but before I do let me go ahead and introduce my co-host Travis as always. Welcome back. What's up bud? Oh, not much, Matthew. Happy to have you here. And joining us again, our favorite guest, Paris. Hello, hello. How are you? I couldn't be better. Living the damn dream. Hell yeah. <laughs> Happy to Matt, hear. Matt, real quick. Don't want to derail yeah, yeah. the show already. Yeah, but yeah. um, Feel free. I, I never have a great response for when you ask how I'm doing or when you, you know, <laughs> You give my introduction. So here's a thought. And don't put too much thought into it. But what if there was like a kind of like a pointed question that you asked us that we had to respond to on the fly? Even just like, what's your favorite cereal? It could be like movie related or something or, you know, beyond like a one word reply. But just more of a pointed thing than like, what's up? So you want... You want to be on your toes. You want to stay sharp is what you're saying. You want like a little preamble to when we get into it with our discussions. You don't just want to know what's coming. Just some, Well, I always blank when you're like, hey, what's up? Um, it's like, man, that's so open. Like, where do we start? <laughs> and so I'm always just like, hey, Matt. <laughs> Travis is saying he lives a rich uh, and tapestry filled life so he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't have a way to explain that to you in two seconds well be careful what you wish for i will uh i will keep that in mind and uh C- could be you fun. better you better be ready the next time we uh intro a podcast is all i'm saying all right <laughs> can't wait you just open pandora's box my dude <laughs> and you can't get out of it no mulligans no uh, uh pass <laughs> You said point, you used the word pointed question, so mm-hmm. get ready, dude. But anyway, <laughs> we're, we're switching things up. Hell yeah, it's a time of change. We don't know what's going on. We're loving life. Let's, um, all right, let's get this train back on the track. So, um, I have a story to tell, but before I do, well, housekeeping general you know what's been going on is there anything that anybody wants to uh say while we're doing our introductions here you know the little preamble anything uh been going on any uh pressing uh issues to be brought to the table hmm just like what we've been up to in the last week or so yeah, I mean, in your Matt, case, that nothing. Because insane question, you know. <laughs> yeah, I already asked you that. You're like, uh, it's looking good. Like, what do we? No, <laughs> we just we just talked last week. Did, did anything happen last week? No, nothing happened. Well, I don't know. I did a thing. Did anyone else do a thing? Travis, right. did Matt, you do just a thing? Talk about your thing, and nobody cares. <laughs> I did do a thing, but you guys already are aware of what I did. But the the rest of the world doesn't know. Wait. Um, I guess Are I'll gonna... uh, take this opportunity here to uh, tell my story here before Matt tells it. <laughs> what? I don't even know what you're I don't think at. Matt is telling the story that 
you think he's telling? No, he's not. We're not telling poop story. <laughs> Okay, I was like, because off air, we were having some conversations, but I don't know if the world is ready for that. To, to be fair, that was not off air. That We were recording that whole time, just so you guys know. So. Oh. Just oh. add it to the end just of so the know, but, uh... <laughs> Special bonus Patreon feature. Subscribe for $99 a month. Yes, please do. Um, but Traps, go ahead. All right, sure. So uh, I went to a metal show. This past Friday. Ah, yes. It was a pretty stacked lineup. Uh, I ended up <laughs> flying yeah. solo for the show. Uh, first time I've ever done that. And oh. um, I was a little, you know, nervous or apprehensive to go to a show by myself. But uh, just like, you know, before the first time you take the plunge to go to the movie theater by yourself, you're like, I don't want to be that loser. But. I was that loser on Friday night, and I had a blast. Uh, the lineup for People Who Care were uh, After the Burial, The Artist Murder, Brand of Sacrifice, and Currents. Very heavy show, sold-out show. It was at the Crocodile, which I came to find out took the previous location of El Gaucho in Seattle, if you're familiar with that restaurant. What? Like the ste- Like the steakhouse? Yeah. Did the, did they go? I mean, I knew Crocodile had moved, but like. So I didn't do too much research, but I'm fairly certain that El Gaucho moved to a different location. And then the Crocodile and this other place that I forget the name of. Madam Luz. Yes. I believe they both um, like take up the space now. And Crocodile is on like the street level floor. But it was a pretty sick venue. Doesn't it also have like a hotel and like a little movie theater in there now? Yeah, I think that might be part of Madame Luz, but I'm not 100% sure. Hmm. But anyways, killer show, had a ton of fun, sick venue, good times. Not really a story, but <laughs> that was the uh, the highlight of my week. Going to a show by yourself, like it's like the actual show like when music is happening is like totally awesome and fine it's the like in between bands where you feel like a loser because you're just like you know do i just like look at my phone the whole time or do i like stand around like people watching and you know i was i was making friends outside were you (laughs) yep i uh bummed a couple cigs and i uh yeah i was just making small talk with the uh the locals (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> See, that's the that's the only way to like make friends at shows. I think if you step outside to smoke. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you can talk to people inside, but they're like usually like. Okay, Matt, you have you ever here? done that? <laughs> On the inside. Yeah, when I was when I was in high school, going to shows. Yeah. <laughs> high school. That was like over a decade ago. You dork. The, yeah. What's your point? Well, actually, uh, two guys did pull me into the pit for the end of the artist murder, and then shortly after the artist murder was over, I was in the bar, and this guy was like, "Hey, I saw you holding it down in the pit there." So, I was all over the place. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, so what I'm hearing, Travis, is people just come up to you and they just love you. You're just you're Pretty just much. the star of the show. 
I mean, you haven't seen this guy hold down a pit before. I mean, <laughs> no, I, dude, I got fucking floored during the last song that I heard his murder. <laughs> Tried to make my own little space, and and you know, went at those shows, people were like, no, 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 you don't get your own space, and then they just fucking leveled mm-hmm. me. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Well, That's it sounds great. like a regular old ball. Good stuff. All right. Um, well, okay. Well, I'll just segue into my thing. So how can you top that? (laughs) Well, so, uh, Haley just turned 30, uh, five days ago and I planned like a Disney retreat, uh, like a weekend, you know, stay at a resort, go to the Disney park kind of thing for her birthday. And, uh, we, we decided to go to Epcot, which have either of you been to Disney World? Probably not, right? Paris? Negative. Well, no? Um, you're familiar with Epcot, though? Like, at least, like, generally? I mean, I guess. Isn't it supposed to be kind of, like, boring? Yes. I'll come back to that. But uh, <laughs> So, the plan was Epcot. So, we uh, I, I got us two nights at a Disney resort. So, we stayed at the, the Boardwalk Inn. So, it was like a... It's supposed to be like an Atlantic City themed, you know, like lakefront boardwalk type thing where they have like carnival games and bars and restaurants and stuff. And um, that was pretty cool. The resort was super nice. I mean, it was crowded, but not too crowded. Um, The rooms were quiet, but they were super nice. So Saturday night, we just like people watched, got some beers, went to this like magic themed bar uh so you know had had a good time and sunday was that day we were actually gonna go to the park and epcot like epcot's thing is that's the park where it's like you can drink around the world so it's like around a lake and they have like little themed areas that are different countries so they have like a japan section and a mexico section and a uk and canada and morocco and you know you so you like each individual area has like you know bars and restaurants and gift shops and they have they build like monument type things to like reflect the culture so classic the problem though is that we got there when the park opened so we were like walking around the lake and it was a fucking ghost town like it was like nine o'clock in the morning, right? So none of the restaurants are open. Hardly any of the stands are open. It was basically just like gift shops and then the like gimmicky, like, you know, exteriors of the different areas. So we were just like wandering around. Keep in mind, it was like 95 degrees before you factor in like the humidity and stuff. So it was like. Perfect wandering around weather. It, it, it was god awful. <laughs> I don't know how people fucking do it, but I was miserable. So we we literally the first ride we rode was like the uh, it's like a Ratatouille ride. It's one of those like 4D like you wear, you know, like 3D glasses and you're in like a little cart and you like, you know, oh my you god, move around. Does and, Remy spit in your mouth? Well, that for you. No spit, but there's like fire and, you know, there's some there's some water action, you know. It's it's cool stuff. But anyway, that was fine, right? So 
Haley and I have been there for about two hours and we're, we're starting to feel like we're probably getting dehydrated because of the heat. We haven't eaten literally anything that day. And we decide to ride this ride called Mission Space. And neither of us knew anything about it. But it's like a flight simulator ride. So it's like you go on a mission to Mars and they have like two options. They have like a intense mission to Mars option and they have like a more casual, like less intense, like mission to earth mission. So we do like the intense one and Haley, she, you know, she gets like kind of motion sick on those rides, but like she wasn't worried about it. Anyway, we get strapped into this fucking flight simulator thing. It's super tiny. And as soon as the ride starts, I was like, oh, my God, this is unpleasant. (laughs) I was not having a good time. But Haley, Uh she, so she was immediately like, as the ride was going on, she was like, oh, my God, babe, like, get me out of here. I'm so anxious. Like, this is horrible. Oh, no. We get off the ride and she's like almost hyperventilating. She's like freaking out. So we like. Of course, it's like a five-minute walk to get out of there because you got to walk like all the way around the <laughs> space station and you got to go through the gift shop and you're like we finally get outside and get some air and she like immediately has to go to the bathroom. So we're just, I'm just like, oh man, like this this is not good. Like she feels horrible. So it was she felt so bad. Like she literally said to me, "I don't think I've ever felt this bad in my life." Like she literally we were like sitting outside and she was like freaking out. She couldn't get her heart rate down. And I was like, what are, what's going to happen? Like I was like, have like a panic attack on the ride. Kind of. I think she, it triggered like her anxiety probably. And we were dehydrated and on an empty stomach. And it's like a, it's a simulator ride. So they're like, you're supposed to look straight ahead while the stuff is happening. And it says explicitly like in the pre-flight instructions, like, don't close your eyes. Like if you feel like you're getting sick, just look straight ahead. Yeah, she didn't do that. She immediately closed her eyes and had her eyes closed like the whole time. So I think that like made the motion sickness even worse for her. But I was just oh, like, yeah. she was like freaking out. And I was like, happiest place on earth, my ass. Like <laughs> what the fuck? Like I was like, seriously, I was like Mickey Mouse. I will fucking find you and I will fuck you. Like you have oh, no Jesus. idea what you've gotten yourself Wait, into. You Matt, dumb fucking mouse. A, Mickey, are you trying to you punish Mickey bitch. Mouse? Wait, I just want to take a step back. Are you trying to punish Mickey Mouse by having sex with him? Mickey Mouse. Oh, I was going to do more than punish him. <laughs> you didn't I say was fuck him up. To, you said fuck him. I was going to fuck him. He, I, I was going to send his ass back to Toontown. I feel like he, this has less to do with what happened and more to do with you want to have sex. With really? Him. Yeah, really. It was like, Mickey, you're looking good. But no, I, it was bad. So we like literally, I had to find like a, like a first aid place. Like they have like a, basically a hospital in the park. So I like took Haley there and they like gave her nausea medicine and she like laid down and it was like, she was not in good shape. So she finally felt good enough that we like just beelined back to the resort. And of course my dumb ass took us back the way we came. And I realized after the fact that it would have been way faster if we just completed the loop that we were on. So I added like an extra 10 minutes to our, (laughs) to our exit. But we got back to the hotel and she like, you know, felt terrible. So she basically like slept and we 
didn't actually go back to the park after that. We spent about two and a half hours there. Oh my gosh. Happy birthday. Wait. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. I think I missed part of the story. So is Epcot part of the park or? Yes. So Disney, okay. Disney World is five different theme parks. So there's like Magic Kingdom, which is like what you probably think of when you think of Disney World. They've mm, got Animal so. Kingdom. They've got Disney Studios. And then Epcot is their like... Epcot just sounds lame compared to the other one. I know, I know. <laughs> Epcot it, sounds like the name of like a brewery or something, but not like a town in uh, Disney <laughs> World or whatever. It was like... You know, they had rides. Like, there were more rides we didn't get to ride, but like, it's more of like a. It probably would have been cooler if we had gone there in the evening because, like, a big part of it is like eating and drinking because they've got like, you know, themed restaurants and you. And you, you can, just like, decide to do none of that and do a flight simulator ride instead. Well, yeah. <laughs> we didn't know it was going to fuck us like that. So, <laughs> we didn't Was that end up early that. in the day then? Like, did that just completely kill one of your days at the park? That was it, dude. We didn't go back to the park. That was it. Bummer. Two and a half hours. I mean, should we were... asked uh, Mickey for a refund. I should have. I couldn't find where he lived, you know. So he had it coming <laughs> to him, but he dodged a bullet there. Um. So you know, she she eventually like slept it off and felt good enough to like go out. So we basically spent our time in the resort, which was fine because it cost a fucking fortune. So it was, it was basically we we spent more time at the resort. But uh, moral of the story: fuck Epcot. And Mickey Mouse. So Fuck that me. was that was my weekend. We still had a really good time, you know. But yeah, Epcot. You know, we we spent probably a total of two and a half hours in the park, and an hour of the you know forty five minutes of that was in the first aid. You know, feeling sick. <laughs> you made uh, orange juice out of oranges. Exactly. And it was beautiful. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> So that was my weekend. It was Paris. good. You know. <laughs> Paris. Can you top these two stories? <laughs> I cannot. I this email this weekend I went to emo night. Um which I actually also went. Uh this one was at Numos. Mm. There's another one coming up at El Corazon, but they're usually all over the place. But this was the first one at Numos that they'd ever done. Um I also went solo to this for the first time and but I'm solo emo night. But I met up with some people like uh, uh like a friend that I know and then some of his friends and I'm going to be honest one of his friends did not like me and it really made it kind of awkward. <laughs> <laughs> what did, did you just like were you like talking like what what yeah well, what was just, it just got just, the impression you that, rubbed him the wrong way yeah like not everyone needs to like me obviously you know that would be weird if everyone liked me but like it was just awkward because the friendlier it, she was the only other uh woman in the group and i, I so i was like uh-huh. uh, uh intimidation yeah, I think that i the friendlier that i was trying to be the more she seemed to not want to talk to me and I kind of got the vibe that she didn't like not being the only woman in the group. Mm. It was very like, 
I don't know. Mm. When there's only other one, one other woman in the group, I'm usually like, hey, like, let's be buds. And she was like, no, you're my competition. Not, <laughs> not here. Kind of thing. And I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> there's only room for one bud in this group, bro. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> and so it just, it was just very, like, that wasn't very comfortable for me. And then I didn't know, like, most of the other people. And they're also, like, in their, like, late 30s. So it was like pretty early and they're like, all right, we're going to go. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, we've only been here for like a few hours. Like, what are you talking about? So a few hours. How long is emo night? I mean, it starts at nine, but really like closer. It really gets going around 10 and then it goes till two. Oh, my God. See, my problem with those emo nights and the reason why I haven't gone to one is that there is approximately <laughs> one hour of good emo music. From that era, like when I, I love emo music, it's probably my favorite type of music, but not the type of shit that they play at emo night. Does that make well, sense? It's, I equate it to, it's Matt, kind you're of like, just too cool. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, for, first of all, Christ. Matt, I'm just going to basically ignore everything you just said because you're a pretentious asshole. But I will say to me, going to emo night is like going clubbing for other people. It's like the same thing, but like, I don't. Like, if I go to a club, I'm like, I don't know a lot of the music. and I'm You don't like want to hear not... T-Pain. Right. <laughs> you want to well, hear Well, I mean, music. maybe maybe T-Pain. But, <laughs> but honestly, like, when I go, like, I've gone clubbing before, and it's just, like, not quite my scene. For me, Emo Night is, like, the, my version equivalent of that, where it's still maybe, like, the poppy music. It's still, you're still kind of, like... It's a whole thing, but it's it's a it's a version that I appreciate and more comfortable in. Yeah, that makes sense. I, me personally, I would probably like the same number of songs at like a club night as I would at an emo night because there's like you know there's like there's a no way that's of... true, Matt. You're you're so you're such a. Uh, I can get down with uh, some fucking, you know, Rihanna yeah. and uh, oh, my God, I don't. We need Drake. to end. we need to talk about something Miley else. Cyrus. So yeah, dude, party in the USA. I will go way harder, way harder to party in the USA, USA, than I will for any fucking red jumpsuit apparatus or Bayside or or that's not, uh, that's not um, played. whatever Take else. Taking back Sunday. No, I take it back Sunday. I liked them a lot. You'll go hard. Well, <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like a handful go, of songs. Though. Matt, you've never yeah, even yeah, yeah. been to an emo night. You're so judgy. And there's a reason. You're so fucking judgy. Hey, I've seen the playlist. I've never. Right? One, I don't even like Bayside. Two, I've heard one jumps, red jumpsuit apparatus song in like all of the emo nights. I've well, everyone to. has. <laughs> yeah, oh it's God. the one Face song. down <laughs> in the dirt. She says, is this gonna hurt? Travis, can we kick Matt off the show? I know I'm not technically <laughs> the host of the side of the podcast, but like, can we just not have Matt? Thanks. Oh, no. it's He's a necessary evil. Listen, if they're not playing fucking Sunny Day Real Estate or Mineral Matt, I swear or to God, Rights of your Spring own. or... Go eat your own butthole. I cannot deal with you right now. Maybe I will. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. Are we any other any other stories? Emo Actually, anything else happened at Emo Night? Whoa. Uh something else did happen at my show real quick that I can Whoa. touch on about um, you know, one person or persons in particular did not like me at the show. Mm. Every other you know, interaction was a positive interaction, but 
towards the end of the night, I was, you know, I wasn't even moving that much. I was more so like just shifting my weight from side to side and like headbanging, you know, jumping up and down a little bit. And it was at a sold out show. This guy and his girlfriend are like right behind me. And I'm I'm just as close to them as I am anyone else. And he, he like had the, the nerve to be like, can you give us some space? I don't remember what I said, but I just like turned around and just kept repeating myself. <laughs> as I proceeded to walk away to go. A classic move. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it just, it was so stupid because it's like, dude, it's a sold out show. I'm literally in your space just as much as anyone else. He just didn't like that I was having fun and he wasn't. So also, get fucked. Also, if you're, if you're <laughs> standing in a crowd and you need more space, like step out of the yeah, crowd. Go find it. <laughs> right. Like that's not for the other people around you to be like responsible yeah. for yeah well did it seem like his girl was like enjoying herself because that's like a classic like oh, kind yeah. of it was head guy thing it was you know classic. where he's like trying to like make his girl comfortable oh, no. and like give her space you know neither so of like, them look like they were having fun <laughs> <laughs> just go home just go home <laughs> it's the last band anyways just go home <laughs> Mm -hmm. That's what I should have said. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> dude, just get the fuck. What are you doing here, dude? <laughs> that wouldn't piss the fuck out of here. <laughs> Next time. Good shit. All right. Well, that's a lot of that's a lot of preamble. That's good shit. I hope the listeners enjoyed it. Too much, maybe. <laughs> so we're gonna move into something special here. Um Travis, this is kind of your um brainchild in a, in a sense why don't you uh <laughs> i'll let you <laughs> i'll let you uh set the groundwork for uh this exercise go ahead so this is what we're doing this is the next segment fuck yeah let's we're doing all we're right. just moving into it all right so i don't know if the listeners know this or if you guys even know this but i listen to a lot of movie podcasts Probably like on average like four to six hours a day of movie podcasts. I'm a total what a day? every day. A day? I swear to God. Oh my God. I'm, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> like I just I don't know. I just like listening Where do to you the find normal, the time? you know, the familiar voices talk about movies. <laughs> uh, well, I have a desk job, and so you know, I try and. Listen to it while I work or when I go on walks or whatever. I should listen to more music, but I don't know. For some reason, I just always gravitate towards podcasts. But uh, anyways, I've been listening to this podcast called Screen Drafts. Going to give them full credit here because we are ripping them off. Um, <laughs> their idea, anyway, for that we're about to copy, essentially. Well, yes. their whole, you know, podcast, essentially. <laughs> their shtick. It's a shtick. That's be real. I mean, we're going to put our own little spin on it or, you know, have oh, our yeah. own little niche um, version of it. But um, I thought it would be a fun little thing to do. And, you know, movies kind of suck these days. So let's uh, reminisce on the past a little bit. Uh, so my thought is we start with this first one, see see how we like it. And if we... If we enjoy it, we'll, we'll maybe do future uh, lists in the future. I like the idea of keeping the list to 10. I know screen drafts, they do like mega drafts and they have like smaller drafts where it's like four to seven movies. I think 10 is a good number. Not saying we have to stick to that, but 
I think that's what we should stick with. Um, so, yeah, the first one I wanted to do was a top 10 for the year of 2016, movies released in 2016. And the whole idea of this game or segment is we collaboratively and competitively create a consensus top 10 where we have, you know, draft picks throughout this top 10. And, yeah, we just try and create a list that kind of gives a feel for our taste and just represents, yeah, our taste and just the year or whatever list we do as a whole. And there's a couple rules involved, but it's pretty simple. I mean, you know, we'll pick an order or we'll get an order set. And then um, there's also like vetoes involved. And maybe oh, you guys yeah. could could weigh in here. But um, I think we should, at least for the first draft, everyone gets one veto. And the veto is essentially you can use it to uh, block someone's pick. So if I want to pick, you know, La La Land as number 10, Matt could say, no, that movie sucks, I'm vetoing it. Or, no, that movie's too good to be at number 10, I'm going to veto it. And then La La Land cannot be played that pick, but it can be played at a later pick. So there is some strategy involved. Huh. Wait, and so we're so we're literally drafting the order. Like we're not like we're not starting at like number 1 and like moving down. Like are we filling in the list from the bottom up? So we're yes. drafting like what we think Someone. belongs in that area of Someone didn't do their screen drafts homework. Ten, um, I don't need me. to do no yeah, homework. Are, <laughs> I've got. <laughs> we are I know how it works. <laughs> for, for, for yeah, I, for this list in particular, and you know, for any future ones we do, it'll most likely be this way. But it would yeah, we'd go ten through one. Uh, person A would get picks ten, nine, six, and three, so they get four. Person B would get eight five and one they only get three picks but they do get the number one spot and then person c gets pick seven four and two okay. i thought that was the most fair way to do it with three people and ten picks uh, again we can always change the rules or how we do this later but if you guys are cool with this approach we'll go ahead and stick with it for now I'm so we have to we have to figure out the order and then yeah there obviously there's some strategy to this and we are trying we are working together but you know one of us might piss each other off and then this thing could go downhill might. And <laughs> could be a pretty crazy list but um yeah we'll see how we get along <laughs> I would just like to clarify uh, that I am not working with you. I am working against you both, and I will fight my hardest oh, to get man. my movies oh my right, so on this fucking list. I would expect nothing less. Because <laughs> I've got, oh, Matt, uh, I've got a my. Couple, there's a couple consensus picks. Oh, for sure. There's at least you, three. At least three. And you do have a responsibility, I think, if you have some of those higher picks to, you know use those obvious picks for the sake of the list. You know what I mean? 
Like, don't just put your random movie that you like and no one else likes at number one just because you have the number one spot. Like, you can do that, but you're kind of an asshole, you know? Right. I don't think that'll be a problem I with, mean, we with this year. With that, yes, if you have vetoes left, yeah. Right, yes. And that, yeah, that's also part of the strategy because there is one movie where I could probably get rid of, uh, yeah, at least, well, yeah, I guess you can only use one veto at a time, but I would definitely get one of you guys to use your veto with one with one pick. Uh-oh. <laughs> I I'm sure Matt could guess it if he uh, thought about it for a second. So, Travis, how are we deciding the order? Uh, I was thinking we do a generator thing. Let me Google this real quick. Well, like pick, a, pick a number between like one and 100 or something like that. I was going to keep it very simple um, where it's like, like one, two, three. Yeah. Oh. And so let's see. So we could do, I mean, if this is fair to you guys, um, one would be a, two would be B, three would be C. And so I could roll for myself and then the next person, and then the third person would be the default selection. Sure. Do you I, trust I'm me? fine with you rolling. I don't trust <laughs> Matt. He, I what? know he would cheat. You just said you're trying to take us down, so therefore I know you would cheat. You don't even know so which I'm one I would with... want, though. But it doesn't matter. I know whichever one you'd want, you'd make yourself get it. So. Well... <laughs> So no. the way screen the the way screen drafts does it, and maybe we could introduce this later or come up with our own thing to make it a little more competitive for the um, like slot selection or whatever. But uh, for the sake of this one, I was thinking just to keep it simple. So if whatever I roll first will be my uh, person, and then I'll just say Matt is number two, and then Paris, you get whatever left. I'm good with that. All right. I'm going to click generate now for myself. Okay. I got number one. So I'm person A that gets picks ah, 10, 9, 6, and 3. I kind of like this, actually. I get more picks, and I think some of the higher picks are kind of obvious, so don't necessarily have I to wanted waste that my one. picks on those. <laughs> uh, here's Matt's. Matt is number three, so Matt gets seven, four, two. Arguably the worst one. Sorry, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> Not my arguably. God. Wait, I get pick number one? That that's is scary, Matt. We might have to save pressure. a veto. <laughs> See, that's too much pressure. What oh, makes no. this so interesting is that 2016, obviously, is the first year that we did this podcast, and we our first episode was the best of 2016, so like... Mine and Travis's top tens are on the record. Yours mm -hmm. are not, Paris. They're so not. that's why you're it's the like, wild card. <laughs> yeah, you're the wild card. I it's, also forgot to like re-listen to the episode, so I don't remember what you guys had for that. So we'll see. Well, what we had doesn't really shouldn't matter too much. I mean, as long as you have like, well, I mean, I don't unless know. I want to veto you. Well, right, yeah, but <laughs> you'll hear us say a thing, and you'll you'll know. But I, I don't know about you guys, but I basically just like sorted on letterbox 2016 best to worst so i have like all the movies that i gave you know like a five four and a half star rating to so i can like because you know opinions change like i might feel one 
Mm -hmm. I feel different about these things now. I'm going to tell you guys something. I tried to do what Matt did and look at my letterbox and I had zero movies that I had rated from 2016. Now, to be fair, I didn't start making lists of like my top or movies I watched that year until 2017. Actually, it was inspired by you guys. So thanks, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> dumb. Um, but so so this was a little bit of a more of a struggle for me. And I looked at my favorites of like all time and none of them are from this year. So I was feeling away when trying to figure out my list for this. So even better. We'll now I have I'm no definitely idea gonna be a wild coming. card. <laughs> okay. Well I good think shit. I gave her too much responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the way the cookie crumbles. That's the random number generator. Or, or so I trust you that that's what happened anyway. Oh that's that's what happened. Yeah, okay. I hope so, Jesus. <laughs> Wait, so Travis, you get th- do you kick things off? Are you are I you do. 10? Uh-huh. Um, okay. And, and I'm sorry, Travis, can you say the the order once again for each of us? Um what we get? Yeah. So Travis gets 10 9 6 3. Uh Paris gets 8 5 and 1 and then Matt gets uh, seven, four, and two. Okay. And now I'm probably going to start things off on the wrong foot, um, but there is a purpose. <laughs> oh my God. Are you trying to have, you're trying to make us burn a veto or something? I really am. Yeah. I think I'm going to do that. <laughs> Just, well, it's like, you know, it's kind of a block. Like I'm going to throw this one out there. It's going to get vetoed immediately. And then I can put the real one in that I want. But if you guys oh, don't no. veto, then I'm perfectly okay with it. So <laughs> it's a real, it's a win-win for me. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so number 10, I'm going to go with the Neon Demon. Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I was like, Travis is going to try to get this stupid movie on there. <laughs> Uh, well, but now I'm scared about what the replacement nominee would be. Well, it can't be worse than Neon Demon for you. No veto from me. Uh, you son of a bitch! All right, I'm using. I hate you. I'm using my veto. I can't. I can't stand having Matt, the Neon you, Demon on here. You and he knew. Out. You knew this was gonna happen. God hey, if it. you didn't start this with, oh no. <laughs> I'm getting my movies on here. I Matt, probably wouldn't want this route. you specifically started so combative. <laughs> but I don't, my movies, <laughs> I don't think... This is supposed to be a list we're making together. I don't think mine are going to be that controversial is the thing. Oh, my God. I, I already know there's going to be a movie on your list that I do not want on there. All right. Well, you'll have to wait and see, I guess. All right. Fuck you, All right, Travis. Well, no. Well, since it's our first one and to make it more fun, I don't really, really necessarily want Matt to burn his veto within the first pick, you know? I mean, I just did. Don't don't throw me a softball. I just, yeah, I think okay. you can just let him. He's being a dick. Right, just fuck right, me. I'm right, giving right, myself right, to you, right, Travis. Right, just take all it. All right, all right, all right. So the real number 10 here. Matt, can you guess what it is? Um, I don't know. Fucking Hacksaw Ridge or something? No. Uh, it is <laughs> Cresha. Okay, that at least makes sense for our 
You fucking love that movie. Okay. <laughs> I do love that movie. That's fine. That's fine. I, I don't dislike that movie. You know this. Well, I mainly wanted you to burn the veto on Neon Demon so I could So I wouldn't sure use that later. <laughs> well, I thought you would have maybe vetoed Krisha. What not not if you not if you led with that, but if you tried to put that in there at like, you know, three or you know, whatever right. you're yeah, for sure. You son of a bitch. All right. Well, All right. Next time I'll be a little nicer, Matt. <laughs> All right. All right, number, yeah, 10. number 10. Oh, I get number nine as well. Wait, hold oh on a second. God. Did Krisha come out in 2016 or did it come out in 2015? Mm-hmm. 2016. When I Google Krisha release date, it says March 16th, 2015. Don't trust Google. That was probably a um, uh, film festival premiere. Okay. Okay, you're right. This I think it's wrong. Wikipedia says it was South by Southwest and then a year later by A24. I stand corrected. Yeah. Thank you. It happens just all the wanna, time. Just wanted to keep everyone honest. Yep. Things need to be above board here. <laughs> all right, all Travis. Right. Well. So my number nine don't. or our number nine. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> uh... What are you saying don't for, Matt? Where do you think I'm didn't, going? Well, didn't you say that if something gets ne- uh, vetoed, you could technically use it later? Doesn't that mean you could technically yes. put the yes. Neon Demon there? Yes. That is true. Uh, so, so yeah, you could have left it at 10 and just been okay with it, or now it's up to Paris to... If you it, if, if you if choose, choose to do that. Again. Yes. We could also introduce a rule where if, like... Both people veto the same pick. You can't use it again because clearly two people. Don't I think want that's it on a good rule. <laughs> I'm not. I didn't veto. Me I think Demon, that's a good. But rule. I do think that's a good rule. What about I only one time though? Like, because I do think I like the idea of like a fucking crazy like off the wall thing being in there for many of us well but you yeah know? if two people veto they use their veto but, so only one other person could veto. yeah it can only happen once per game period yeah well, both people would have to basically waste their veto to make sure that one movie doesn't get on the list i think that's fair yeah i enough. like that i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna make paris burn her veto but yeah also i think I that's wouldn't. a fair way to do to, it in the but... future future without having like multiple vetoes yeah okay so let's make that a rule so if it's vetoed once you have the chance to play it again but if it's vetoed a second time you're done that movie sucks and doesn't belong on the list mm-hmm. Bye forever <laughs> all, right, <fair. laughs> all right so for number nine i'm gonna go with green room nice interesting i <sighs> I don't want to veto this, but I think it should be higher. So I'm contemplating wow. vetoing. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Higher it's than definitely, nine. <laughs> it's definitely higher on my list, but I don't know if the some of the other ones are going to be on there. See, I wanted I'll to make it. sure it I'll got on the list, and there's at least like two other movies that I want to pick, and I only have two picks left after this. So I think this is a good spot. For me, at least, <laughs> I'd I'd like to see it higher too. I just I didn't know if it would 
get picked again. And I think when it comes around to my picks, I'll want to pick other things. So, but we'll see. Sure. I mean, these drafts will never be the same. Like if you did this draft again, it wouldn't be the same as the time we do it now. So. Right. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna not veto. I'm gonna let you let you have that there. All right. I I mean, uh, yeah. I think traditionally, or we probably should talk a little bit about the movies. I know we didn't really talk about Krisha or uh, Green Room, really, but I think I actually, can you talk about Krisha? Because I'm gonna be honest, I literally had to Google how to even spell it. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <clears throat> so, Krisha is the directorial debut of my boy. Trey Edward Schultz. Uh, it's very low budget. It's like shot in like one location at like his one of his family members' house houses, or maybe even his own house. But um, yeah, it's like his whole family is essentially the cast. Like it's very like bare bones. But um, I don't know. I just like the the craft and just like how. Ha- like how much it was going, like it was going for a lot, but it had like very little resources, but like there's some really cool camera work and like there's, um, I think there's pretty good performances in it. And I don't know, it just felt like a really like confident debut and, but it didn't have like any sort of budget or anything like that. Uh, so yeah, it feels very like, low budget and personal but it's still i think an amazing movie um the plot of it is essentially um like a i think it's his aunt she comes home for like thanksgiving dinner and um she like hasn't spent time with the family in a while because she has a drinking problem so she you know she's invited to to come over for thanksgiving and everyone's supposed to have a grand old time but then as the movie goes on Krisha starts to like you know go back to her ways or like dig into her past a bit and things just get kind of awkward um and then yeah it like builds to a climax but um yeah I haven't I haven't watched it in a while but um I just remember it having a pretty big impact on me when I saw it. It kind of blew me away just for how like low budget it was and what it was all doing. How many times have you seen it? You have rewatched it, right? I did rewatch it, yes. Just once though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it the year that it came out? Nope. Okay. Just so you know, I'm just curious. I feel like there might be a little bit of a rose colored uh, glasses on this one, perhaps. Um, I will say it didn't have the same like impact as it did the first time, but I don't necessarily think that's fair to like knock it down. I don't know. I, I, I was maybe in the right like headspace or I don't know, you know, the first time you watch a movie and it really clicks with you, that's, it's always going to be the best then, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's Krisha. You should definitely check it out, Paris. I love it. And green room. We all know Green Room, but um, very intense thriller. I love the the setting of it. There's some great performances. Um, yeah, just like a well-made tense thriller. It's got some some good gore and some good tension. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Anton Yelchin. Mm-hmm. Good shit. Nazi punks, fuck off. Mm-hmm. 
fun story about green room really quick a friend of mine uh, reached out to me I think it was on Monday and he was like hey so over the weekend I kind of had a green room experience and I was like what and he's black and I was like are you okay and basically he long story short he was uh, he's a photographer and he was um, taking photos at this tiny uh, like punk and hardcore club in Sacramento California and it, he got there and it was being run by a motorcycle club and he was like, mm. and they were really wanting everyone for uh, guns and knives. And they said, you can take photos in here, no problem, but don't take any of our back wall and don't take any of our staff. And he was like, oh, okay. And he was really concerned that it was going to be like fucking some Nazi shit, but it turned out it was great. And the opposite of that is just, you know, a motorcycle club. So they probably don't want their pictures taken in case they're doing anything you know committing crimes the law. yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice i thought you were i thought it was literally gonna be when you said motorcycle club i was like oh okay so they're so they're nazis but <laughs> right and i think that's kind of the association but they were they, he said they were the nicest staff he's ever been to at a venue and he does a lot of photography for shows nice very cool Okay, well, Cresha 10, Green Room 9. Who's 8? Yep. Is, is it Paris' turn now? It is Paris' turn. Oh, man. I'm very curious, Paris. Honestly, same. <laughs> 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 so I'm going to go with this one because I specifically don't think it's on either of y'all's list. However, this movie very much impacted me this year and that is rogue one mm. a star wars story full title uh, yeah whatever um <laughs> the subtitle can eat my poo i don't care about it um i really i mean ha everyone knows this movie it's basically the between episodes you know three and four right like it's it's a story of what happens between them. But I think that it was our first introduction to kind of the Star Wars. I shouldn't say our first introduction. I didn't watch any of the animated movies. So for me, it was the first introduction to like the larger lore of Star Wars outside of like the main movies. And I think that I found it really interesting to have like one single story. It was well told. The performances were insane. And... The ending, as a as an avid moviegoer, I, I will say I was surprised by the ending, and I liked it. I know some people have mixed feelings about it, but I really think this kind of set the stage for what Star Wars could be. I don't necessarily think Star, War Star Wars as an entity even lived up to the promise that was this movie. Interesting. Interesting pick. Um... I love Star Wars. I don't know if I love Rogue One, but I don't know if I would necessarily want to veto it. I kind of want to save my veto to see what Paris is trying to do later in the list. <laughs> I think that every other pick I have will be maybe an order you guys won't love, but like I think every other pick I have, you guys will be happy about. This was the only one that I was okay. like, I don't think it's on either of your list. This might get vetoed. Well, 
I wouldn't have vetoed it. Even if I had still had my veto, I wouldn't have vetoed it. But it's um, I haven't seen I mean, it since it came out. To be fair, yeah, I don't think it would make a top twenty for me even for this year. Um, I I like the movie, but even the really? coolest part in the movie kind of bugs me, and I should love it, but. It's the fucking Darth Vader hallway scene at the very end. That scene is cool. But I don't think that's the coolest part in the movie. If anything, that's the lamest part of the movie. I, I think that was neat in theaters, but looking back, it's kind of like fan service and like, who cares? Very fan service. A little cringe. A little cringe. To me, the coolest part in the movie is when they're a little bit of spoilers for a six-year-old movie, but okay. Um, when they're sitting on the edge of that lake and something's coming at them and they're just sitting there talking like to me that's the coolest part of rogue one that was a cool part it is it, the, it's pretty cool yeah i mean i don't want to spoil it, it by like what else is happening <laughs> but like yeah when they're about to die that's pretty cool <laughs> i i thought that was the coolest part in the movie sure. it is pretty cool paris that is pretty cool uh, yeah, I love watching people die. <laughs> okay, but like, I feel like it subverts everything we know. One about Star Wars, and two, like, you don't, ex- you never expect your main yeah, characters, yeah, and, your okay. two main characters, the protagonists, the protagonists yes. in the movie to die, especially in a Star Wars movie. Like, it was so unexpected and so interesting, and it felt right. very like take a step cool back as a standalone. Cool. Yeah, but while you're watching it, I don't know cool. if I'd be like, this is cool. <laughs> See, I I disagree. I, when I was watching that in theaters, I was like, "Wow!" No, this I'm is on why Paris it's my side. number. That's why it's on my list. That's why it's my number eight pick. This gave me a real in theaters. Like, I like to fanboy over stuff, but this was beyond that. This gave me a real like, "Wow!" That was unexpected, and and mm-hmm. I like being I like being surprised when I watch movies. Well, I guess it was kind of like a a proud death, right? Like a uh, honorable death, in a sense. I'm struggling yeah, I mean, to remember they, they, some of the context, so it's hard to say. But Essentially, they died so that the Empire could be taken down. I mean, in its simplest, yeah. if you that's pretty boil cool. it all down. I think that's awesome in of itself. And just that, and, and honestly, I think more movies should kill off their protagonists in general. Like, I'm very, I'm always pro killing, kill your heroes. Kill them all. Mm-hmm. Well, especially because Star Wars in its original incarnation is basically an allegory for the vietnam war and the u.s is the imperial army so you know rebels dying so that the fall of the empire down with america am i right guys kurt uh, matt oh my god i just called you kurt (laughs) on air that's so embarrassing um matt what are you talking about yeah george lucas has said that star wars the part that he came up with the idea for star wars from the vietnam war and that the Imperial Not World War Two? No, uh, Vietnam. I mean, think about it. Like guerrilla, guerrilla rebel warfare. You know, imperialist invaders trying to take over the world. Parallels to fascism. Yeah, it's, I it's see that. Specifically I just, Vietnam, not not Nazis. Damn. It's I mean, way guess, more interesting just, with when America are the stormtroopers. One hundred percent, I agree with you. However, visually. The Empire has always, like, at least in the original trilogy and even in the new movies, like, the Empire looks very Nazi-esque. Oh, yeah. 
that part so of I it, think that's, yeah, yeah. Aesthetically, yeah, for sure. But just like the base idea of like, you know, intergalactic, you know, this empire that is trying to like spread their influence and take over the world and like a small group of of rebels, you know, like a ragtag group of people who are like defending the galaxy. That aspect of the story is very much rooted in opposition to the Vietnam War. That's interesting. But I yeah, like the marching that, and it, the, the uniforms it, and stuff. Yeah. Very Nazi-esque. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't aware of that, but that totally makes sense now that you say that. And I think that does add an interesting element to that for sure. Yeah. George Lucas rules. I love George Lucas. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. But. Uh, real quick. So I was curious and I looked up Rogue One on Letterboxd. This is pretty good. So saw it back in the theater December 2016. Gave it three and a half stars. Rewatched it November 2019. Looks like Thanksgiving weekend, potentially. Uh, gave it two and a half stars, and here's my review. <gasps> it's great. <laughs> Get ready for this. Doesn't feel two like Star and Wars. Stars? And the characters are not nearly as memorable as the ones in the Skywalker saga. It's also a shame that the coolest part of the movie is desperate fan service. Boo. <laughs> oh God, oh God. Wow. So yeah, you, you also <laughs> said that the coolest part in the movie was, Got the, <laughs> was the Vader part, which what again, I will say it was not the coolest part in the movie. For that me. was a backhanded compliment to the movie all right i said it's a that shame that the coolest so part is desperate fan service aka not cool <laughs> i don't know dude you sound like a desperate fanboy to me <laughs> yeah the skywalker saga is I so do much better yes, than broke one as a standalone story i, I will just... yeah 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 yep. <laughs> Jesus. Nerd virgin neckbeard. <laughs> Here I come. Full full basement living for Travis. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like equally proud and embarrassed by that uh, diary entry. <laughs> I think it's fair that like there's a lot of there's a lot of especially in like those fandoms. There's a lot of movies where they come out and you feel very strongly away. And as the years go by, you're like, eh, maybe that's not as important as I once thought. Yeah. It's like, yeah, technically, these movies are all for children. So, you know. I'm going to let it stand. Anyway. Rogue yeah. One at eight. No veto. Fuck it. Rogue yeah. One, a Star Wars story. All right. It's my turn. All right, Matt. It's, it's my turn. your turn. God. Oh, baby, I <laughs> like Raw. Raw. Oh. Number seven. Julia DeCorno's feminist cannibal story. Shocked. I did not think this would be on anyone's list. Really? Oh, well, let's fucking here it is. It was on my top 100 of all time. What are you talking about? But it was not on your top 10 the year it came out. Correct. So you're getting a chance to... Uh, Redemption arc. Yeah, I like it. Yes, yes. So Raw is a film that uh, I have seen three or four times now since it came out. Uh, Travis and I, we we saw this at uh, Sif Uptown, right? Wasn't this like a, I we mean, sure maybe did. not early screening, but it was like, you know, we weren't like ahead of the curve or anything, but it was like kind of, I a, mean, I, it, it was wasn't like wide release of, yet, I don't think. It was one of those like, pre-release screenings i mean it was maybe like a couple days before it hit wherever it played initially but yeah we saw it early on we were we were cool we were hip to it yeah very cool we were very cool so <laughs> that's uh i love raw i've talked about it several times on the show um but it's uh 
incredibly uh, disturbing. It's beautiful. I love the score. I love the performances. And uh, Julia DeCourneau very uh, quickly made herself one of my favorite um, one of my favorite directors. So uh, Raw is my choice for seven. Any uh, anybody in in opposition to my choice? Absolutely not. That's a great choice. No complaints. Fuck yeah. All right. You too, Paris? Uh, did you leave or are you just muted? Me? Yeah, you. <laughs> Person we're talking to, Paris. Well, I didn't know you were talking to me because I left for a second and I didn't oh think it was going to be an issue. God. I didn't think it was going to be an issue because I've done it before, but I didn't talk long enough. Are you using your veto is the question. No. Okay. Very cool. So it is seven. back I to me. I listened to the pick. I would have said the veto. <laughs> All right. I need to. I might need a moment here because I need to try and figure out what you guys are going to do with your picks. See, th- this is how we're going to fuck ourselves because there's there are two movies in particular that I'm just counting on one of you two to account mm-hmm. for. Okay. Same. What? So this is going to be very interesting. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. That's why I'm like kind of actually originally I was not happy that I have to be number one, but I'm kind of glad I don't have to go between one and five because that's where I'm hoping you guys will provide the, the clarity that, that you I'm... need. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, Matt has two picks in the top five. You have two picks in the top five. I only have one. So you guys are shaping the top five, not me. And that's part of the reason why I know, I know if it's not done, I know you will do what has to be done, Travis. A little at bit three? of three. At one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, Paris is one. Oh, Paris is one. Oh, no. That's why I am the wild card. I, I don't oh, know no. what you guys want me to do, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, there's wait. two movies that have to be in the top five, in my opinion. Well, don't um, don't play your cards. Say, Do not play your cards. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not. I would say there are three movies that have to be in the top five, and I would say one of those movies is not going to be on y'all's top five list. Well, maybe not on your list at all. I hope it's on your list, but I don't know. There's also uh, at least one top five movie that I'm not going to veto, but like I'm not going to agree with y'all, and I think that's a consensus for you too. Hmm. I'll let you know when it comes up. All right. I think I'm going to play it safe here. Go with more of a consensus pick for number six. And I'm picking Manchester by the Sea. Okay. I don't hate it. Safe. Not not that fun of a pick, but... Couldn't be more it, safe, I would argue. It's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is a really good movie. I shocked. I, I it it would it would be on my top ten list of the year, but I was not gonna say it because I was gonna be shocked if one of you didn't. So I have not revisited Manchester by the Sea, and it's probably because it's gonna make me feel like shit when I do. Oh yeah, dude, I tried. <laughs> Thirty minutes in, I was like, nope, not today. Um, but yeah, so this is going off of my memory of seeing it like six years ago, but um, incredible performances. Um, it's main, well, yeah, there's a ton of great performances, but I think Casey Affleck's performance is amazing. Might be yeah. like 
one of the best performances of the decade. Of the last, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Say what you will about the dude, but his performance in that movie is incredible. It also gave us uh, what's his face, Lucas Hedges. He might have been in some stuff before that, but that was his kind of like his claim to fame. He, he was really hot there for that. like 16, 17, 18. He, he was on fire. Yeah, he we haven't seen us. we haven't seen much Lucas Hedges, or at least I haven't seen much much of him in the last, basically in the COVID years. I haven't seen much from him. Yeah, what has he been? But in? Uh, I don't know. But a pretty devastating movie. Uh, the the scene with uh, Michelle Williams and Casey Affleck is memorable. And um, yeah, I don't really want to say too much else because there are some spoilers in the movie. But um, a difficult watch, but an extremely good movie yeah very much so i don't hate it all right cool locking it in for number six so now we have person b that is paris okay so my number five pick is moonlight Perfect. Perfect. Couldn't be better. Okay. 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 (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I think this is truly the perfect place for Moonlight because while at the time of the movie, it felt so new and fresh and amazing. I also think I haven't revisited it. It is also like Manchester by the sea. Not an easy watch. It's, it's, it's dealing with a lot of tough stuff. And especially in these times, I, I don't find myself going back to those hard to watch, hard to watch ones where it's an emotional journey. But I do think that seeing the movie in chapters and watching uh, our main character grow as he does, I think is so poignant. And I think that it is a very unique look at like a queer film that I think oftentimes we don't see very often that perspective. And I don't know. I just fucking love this movie. It's great. But it's also not, it's not joyous for me. I think it's, it's, it's amazing, but it, it's kind of, it's, it's hard. It's a hard watch. Yeah. I revisited it once and it's, I liked it even more on a second watch. Like that, that's one of those movies where Mm -hmm. I think it'll, it'll, it'll stand the test of time. It wasn't just like a flash in the pan kind of thing, you know? Like it, it's really, truly an incredible movie. Yeah, the filmmaking, the score, what it's like trying to tackle. All, a lot of the performances are great. It was, um, yeah, I know it was like kind of like the movie that year, but I think it was mostly deserved. Mm-hmm. Some some people would argue we have it too low here, but I had it as my number, I think, six of that year. So that, that seems right in line with that. I don't even remember if it made my my 10 or not. Nope, you were too cool, Matt. You did not have it on your list of 10. Mm-hmm. I remember. I'm very and Tom, cool. Tom was like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a Tom's number one. Yeah. <laughs> so, Matt, I know Tom is super busy, but if you could just get like a little recorded bit of Tom talking about Moonlight for like a hot second and like clip it in here, I think 10 out of 10 listeners oh. would love episode, just like a little episode one like, tom <laughs> yeah just like a little tom moment to speak like right now about moonlight since i don't think any of us are maybe doing it the justice that tom would we'll have to reach out 
(laughs) potentially insert Tom clip here. (laughs) All right, we'll see if it happens. Um, All right, number four is Matthew. Very interesting. Very. I I could probably guess this one, Matt. Well, let's see if you're right. I'm going to go with the classic buddy comedy film, The Nice Guys. Oh, dang. I thought you were going to go with something else. Matt. The Nice Guys. I'm going to veto. What? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. I hate that movie. I How hate, do you hate The Nice <laughs> Guys. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, you just I literally yourself. was like, I literally, no, my plan Paris. was to not use a veto at all. I was planning on not using a veto. This is completely out of left field. That movie I love it. sucks. Left field? Veto. Oh, my veto. God. Huge veto, Paris. Huge. Veto. One of the funniest <laughs> films. Oh, you son of a bitch. All right. I saw that movie in theaters, and I will never see it again. For the that record. sucks. I like The Nice Guys. Not nearly as much as Matt, but... I do not want to see it at number four here. Oh my god! Number four? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Moonlight. Hundred percent. You're gonna try to get that fucking piece of trash above a piece of art? Well, there's still more. I think I would. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm Uh, like, maybe I should have waited, but I was like. I literally started this, and I was like, "I'm not gonna use my vetoes. I'm gonna let these guys kind of do what they." Matt, no. don't even. Matt, think you should not be allowed to do what you two want either. Oh, <laughs> yeah. If you play it again, You're Travis, done. I'm sorry. Like that has to be your veto. Like we can't. We can't. Oh yeah, I'm saving it for that. For we cannot sure. allow this movie to continue. <laughs> okay. Interesting. And Matt, you have to let me save my veto just in case Paris tries to do something crazy at number one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, not going to do anything crazy, but also maybe I will. You don't know. <laughs> well, there's a clear number one for Matt and I, I think, unless tastes have changed. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't know how Paris feels about that movie. <laughs> That's true. I also don't. So, I can't recall. Ooh, this could I know get weird. Exact, I know exactly what movie you guys are picking are going to pick. I don't feel like that would be number one on my list, but I don't think it deserves a veto. Well, you're you're not going to necessarily pick it though yourself. <laughs> I know, but I, yeah. that's why I'm saying you guys will have to put it at number two because I'm not going to put it at number one. Sorry, like I right, won't pick right, it. Right, I don't like right, that movie. Right, 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 right. Okay, I'm going. I suppose <laughs> I'm gonna. Play it safe, and I am going to choose Arrival at number four. The Denny Villeneuve sci-fi. I would say too low. Existential climb. Well, you know what? You didn't give me a whole lot of options here. I thought about (laughs) just going full... I thought about going full Joker and picking pop star Never Stop Never Stopping for a brief brief moment. I would prefer that over Nice Guys. Um, oh but I can't not see the, uh, uh, arrival on here. So arrival, it's emotional. It's uh heady sci-fi. I love the linguistic, uh, you know, the, the back and forth of them trying to learn about the alien race and like the whole, 
like uh, diplomacy aspect of it where you have the different nations like, you know, blacking out and deciding to, you know, not share their information with other countries. And it's just a really good, really good uh, science fiction uh, alien story that had to be here. I was hoping someone else would uh, would Hmm. do that for me. But here I am. Rival. I will say I wish this movie was higher. This is one of my top favorite films of all time. Here's the thing. I kind of thought that's where you were going to be, but I couldn't risk you putting it at number one and not putting the deserved film at number one. I wasn't going to put it at number one, but you guys also will not like my number one pick. Oh, no. It's it's still it's still it probably should be my number one for the film for the for the year. But I didn't put it. I didn't put it number one. I have another one in mind that you guys aren't going to like. So I don't know what to tell you. Paris, did you not get the the whole point of this? <laughs> I know, but I haven't been combative at all uh, except for Matt on his last pick, which it, needed to be Yeah, done. but you're going to pull a fast one for the number one I'm slot? not trying to pull. No, okay. I'm not trying to pull a fast one. You said one. we're not going to like it. <laughs> okay. I just think, let me put this differently. Let me put this differently. I think, Travis, are you number two? I'm number two. number three. And you okay. know so what's I, coming at number yes. two. You better I, hope you save your veto, so Travis. Cause... I know. Oh. Oh. Wait. Matt, are you not going to? Hold on. The are movie we not... I just fucking said. Oh my. I'm going to do force it. Me. Okay, I'm well, you guys realize video. if you do that, like, you're not going to get your number one. Well, I might there. have to. I might have to. This is so stupid. We'll have to see how it goes. Matt, just do what you actually think should be there. Don't do what you have to do. I do think it should be there. Okay. I was throwing you guys a bone by putting the nice guys at number four. Okay. All right. You know what? We'll have to, we'll have to return to this conversation two picks from now, but fuck. Well, arrivals number four. There's okay. I'm in a really tough spot because this is my last pick. There's one movie that has to be on this list, but you two are being fuckers about it for some odd reason. So now I feel it's obligated. Matt. Matt hey, don't put it on fucker. me. Why do no, I have to do no, it? No, no, Matt is. You being have a to. Listen, you don't get to Matt veto the best. Well, not the best. It te- it's not the best technically, but you don't have. To, you're making me pick so between Ryan Gosling movies. You're gonna make Matt me pick. I'm not falling on that sword for hot. you, bud. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well. Hmm. I'm trying to figure out what if I, I disagree. I think here. what Matt should do is pick number two, what you guys here. think should be number one, and that's that. Yeah, but Matt's in a spiteful mood now, so I know. who knows I don't what the like fuck it. he's going to do. I don't like it, but I'm telling you. <laughs> well, there's a movie that I really want to pick for number three that is not the movie that we're referring to, but I feel like I have to pick the movie that we're referring to because you guys are just being weird. So make your decision, bud. Well, I'm trying to, it's not too late to veto arrival at number four. And I don't know if we can do like a under the table, like handshake. Well, it's not, not too late for you to veto arrival <laughs> at number four. I yes. think that arrival well, should be higher. If I veto arrival at four, Matt can put I know. oh he'd have to put in a different movie though he couldn't put a nice guys in there mm-hmm. that's right so you could right. put you could put the movie there 
and then I think put that is your other think. movie at number two, which right. I guess I'll be okay with. I'll get my 100%, movie at number three. That is how it And then it Paris will get her movie at number one. Yes, that's how it should happen. Hmm. I mean, do whatever you want, Travis, but I think that is the only way to move forward properly. <laughs> but wait, but <laughs> but then who's but then Arrival wouldn't be on the list, right? Well, that's not. I mean, that's mm. not necessarily true. Paris well, loves Arrival. Uh, I would change my number one. Oh, you just gave us the secret ingredient. Well, I don't know what to tell you guys. I don't know what would be number four then. I'm very nervous to see what your number one would be if it's not Arrival. Uh, I like, think you guys would still like it. I don't think it's like you sh- a fucking you straight nice up said guys we pick, wouldn't but... like it. No, I'm just at number one is what she means. I don't think you guys would necessarily think this should be number one, hmm. but I'm shocked it also hasn't come up on the list yet. If I'm being honest, hmm. this is very difficult. All right, so let's just <laughs> play this out in my head again. If I Kay. veto arrival, Matt has to pick. Well, he doesn't have to, but hopefully he picks the one I want. Then I can pick my three. Then Matt can do, I guess, Arrival or Nice Guys at number two. And then Paris can either do Arrival or her random pick. It's not random. It There's thought behind it, I will say. All right, fuck it. I think I'm going to go ahead and do that then. I'm going to veto Arrival at number four. Oh, my God. Gonna, let's see if this pays off. All right, oh Matt, God. what are you going to do? <laughs> Matt, you have to. Because I'm not. Yeah, y'all, y'all not want that movie plan. to be on the list? It won't. It won't be. <laughs> I gave you another chance at Nice Guys, Matt. Okay. I am going to go ahead and fall back on my original number two pick of 2016. Um, The filmmakers just this year actually made a masterpiece. One of the best films of all time. But back in 2016, they made a movie full of farts, giggles, and love. (laughs) And that film is Swiss Army Man. Plugging her in at number four... Don't care how you guys feel about it. You know what? No, I'm actually... Yeah, that was going to be my number one pick. <laughs> oh, was it? Oh. I was surprised. I was surprised they hadn't been on the list yet. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to get in here, but uh, you forced my hand, and uh, now here it is, Swiss Army Man. Uh, it, it made me cry. I think it's fucking hilarious. I think it's one of the most inventive films I've ever seen. Uh, the Daniels, goddamn, they're uh, true visionaries, and um, I absolutely adore Swiss Army Man. So here it is at number four. Uh, now you guys uh, are just gonna have to reap what you sow, and I'm gonna do uh, what I need to do. No, two picks for that. We'll are you really gonna? Okay, you know what that means. Listen, all I said else... is that I'm no, no, going no. to do what I need to do. Listen to me. Listen to me. You guys know that that means that the movie that you want is not going to be on the list, right? I said I'm going to do what needs to be done. Yeah. It's a... all on Matt's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yes, this was a gamble for me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna see that it hopefully pays off. Uh, I'm okay with the Swiss Army Man over Arrival choice, even though it sounds like Arrival might be coming back. <laughs> mm, it definitely <laughs> will. <laughs> anything about yeah anything (laughs) 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 all right uh my number three is the vich oh god damn it the movie that i did not like back in 2016 because i saw it in theater and could not understand what was being said but once i rewatched at home with subtitles it uh it was a banger Worked on every level. Loved it. Petition to have all theaters have subtitles forever. Mm, yeah. That probably will. That probably will happen. I say, I think within the next five years, they're all going to be closed captioned, I think. At least just for accessibility. Just accessibility. You know? I mean, they already do. They already do have some closed captioned. Have y'all ever been yeah, to a closed rare, captioned though. screening? No, I've, I've always never wanted to go. Uh-uh. Because I can't understand a lot of dialogue when I want to see movies. <laughs> I've never actually been to one, but Yeah, me neither. But um this was my chance to uh redeem the witch and so I took it. But yeah, I just think um like on a craft level, it's uh pretty high up there. It was uh Egghead's first film and um doesn't really look or feel like a first film. It's a little, I would say, like simple, but um, that doesn't necessarily make it bad. Um, but I just love, yeah, like the the time period it's set in, the authenticity, love Black Phillip, love the ending, uh, some pretty horrific imagery and scenes. Uh, yeah, I just think it's, uh, yeah, amazing on a technical level. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it should uh, be number three on the list, but, you know, that's the exercise, I do? suppose. <laughs> so, here's you guys the thing. both burned your fucking vetoes on me. <laughs> <laughs> you, as you'd, you needed it. Um, I haven't seen The Witch, but you guys have talked about this on the podcast so much that, like, it really makes me want to watch you it. You haven't like, seen I, The Witch? Because it hasn't been accessible except for rent and i feel like because i want to rent it i want to kind of like like make it like a an event like i want to have someone over or want to go watch it at someone's house you know i i kind of wanted to make it a thing that kind of blows my mind you haven't seen it yeah it's also not that kind of movie so i wouldn't like it's not a crowd pleaser (laughs) it's uh like i get where you're what you're saying but even for horror it it's not that kind of movie, I guess, is what I'll say. I think you should probably just watch it. Okay. It's not, like, it's pretty slow, and it's a slow burn movie, for sure. You can barely understand what the fuck they're saying, so I, I, I mean, recommend I, having subtitles on, which I, I know you would already you do it anyway, but, like. Yeah. How about, how about this? Don't watch it. When Haley and I uh, settle down in Bellingham, we'll have we'll make we'll make a plan and we'll have like a big, you know, Paris and Kurt. You guys can come down, Travis and Chelsea, and we'll just have like a big Bellingham weekend and we'll watch The Witch together. Chelsea is just gonna have to suck it up, suck her up. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, that oh, yeah. sounds we'll great, watch the witch except together. my only issue with that is will you have a couch big enough for six people? Yeah, well, you double double stack. <laughs> couples on Just couples. people on top of laps <laughs> yeah. for a two-hour yeah, movie? Yeah. yeah. That sounds fun. <laughs> we'll make it work. Or, or, watch it. Just watch it. Yeah, I'm probably going to watch it now, honestly. Like, it's been too long. I, I think I just need to watch it. Hmm. Uh, okay. That's number three. That is number three. So, Matt is number two, and then Paris is closing it out with number one. No vetoes are left. Because I want to introduce chaos to this Don't equation. I'm going to plug Arrival in here at number two. Whoa. Wait, and I what? am going to let <laughs> Paris <Wow>. scramble <laughs> to pick the number one. Matt. Uh, That's honestly so rude. Arrival wow. is a great film, but it's not. It's not. It's not the number one film. <laughs> and well, I would rather. I'm going to pick for number one, it's going to be worse. I would rather leave it up to oh fate. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Denny Villeneuve's sci fi classic. I told you, Travis, you can't put that on me. So, uh, <laughs> this is 100% rifle. on you. This is your fault. You are playing the chaos card nope i'm playing the arrival i would rather fucking i don't even know (laughs) fucking hail caesar be number one than than arrival it just doesn't feel right to me so arrival is gonna i'm gonna plug her in at number two paris feel free to put fucking patterson in here or fucking weeder dog i don't i don't know worse matt and i literally Okay. okay, so we already so, talked about Arrival. New rule. Okay. I'm the That's commissioner, and if, if I hate the number one pick, I can overrule it. No, <laughs> just veto, kidding. veto. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the problem is, and I'm just going to speak frankly, because we've been dancing around this all day. I don't like La La Land. If you don't put it at number one, no, you're, n- no, you're never doing one of these again. She doesn't have to. She doesn't have to. Listen to me. I don't like La La Land. So I was leaving it up to one of y'all to put that at number two. And then I was going to put Arrival or Swiss Army Man at number one, which I think either would be fair points. But Travis decided to politic and be like, well, if I put if I put this here, then Matt has to put this here. And then Paris is forced to put Arrival here. Your responsibility was to put... La La Land is number two, mm. and then I would put Arrival as number one. That's no. what we were doing. No. We had all uh, non-verbally agreed on it beforehand. You no. decided I mean, we to pretty much play. verbally agreed to it. You That's two verbally <laughs> agreed to it without my Matt, consent. You were just mad because we didn't want you to put your dumb fucking movie on here that shouldn't be no, in anyone's top ten no, ever. No, tis we not were trying so. to be Travis and I were trying to be collaborative, and you were being combative mm. from the beginning. The know. problem is, but Paris, you could still be collaborative. <laughs> I am thinking about it. You could it. put the nice guys at number one. You could do no, that. No, I would never. I would never. That movie is trash for for trash people. Sorry, Matt. Actually, no, I'm not sorry. You deserve that. You're a trash person. Uh, Paris, I... can I make an appeal? Can I make an appeal to you? For Have... the nice guys, never. No, 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 not the nice guys. But I am. 
going to appeal to the the anime head in you. Have you seen uh, your name? Oh my god! Can't, <laughs> yes. Can't How do you? What are your thoughts on uh, your name? That didn't come out in 2016. Yeah, it did. Okay, I'm not putting that as number one, but I also don't think that came out in 2016. <clears throat> I think it did. But Matt is right. Okay, I was trying did. to orchestrate it to work out perfectly for myself. Yes, and, and uh, also yep. so due was to his yep, number yep. two pick, I was trying to... it's blowing up in my face. And I read you both okay. like a book. I'm being honest. Well, it mean, wasn't that you read the text us like a was book. All there. It, that, yeah, it was. It was out there for anyone to read. There was no book. It was a big billboard that said, "Hey, this is what we're doing." Listen, to. if you can't read to begin with, you wouldn't have known. So I okay, read so here's the that thing. book. We all know Travis doesn't know how to read, and even he was able <laughs> to deduce. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I. <sighs> See, this is frustrating because, you guys, this is essentially not my show. This is y'all's show with Tom. I am a guest on this version of the podcast. And I feel like if I was not here, La La Land would be number one. Don't, don't, uh, we both, all of us know you're not going to put La La Land at number one. You shouldn't. You need to put. you should. You're in this position. The problem is, Matt, I feel like I should because no, my other top no. picks for 2016 are not even top five Pierce, picks. You I'm have you a this. responsibility. No. And we failed. No. I agree. And so with now you. it is your no. I agree with you, responsibility Travis. to make it right. No. Before Matt, I that is say. Correct. You don't know how this game works. <laughs> yeah. No. Matt, Matt, truly, <laughs> I am the only one that did my homework and I listened to the fucking draft not DraftKings, the the Screen Drafts podcast, and I figured out how it worked, and I was like, okay, you gotta play it, play it like, like where you want stuff and blah blah blah. Matt came in full chaos, full neutral evil, full just trying to get whatever, and then you got mad that you didn't get whatever you wanted, and so you fucked us all. Not so now true. Now I have to not be. True. That is Kinda true. true. Not true. true. You guys both, you vetoed two of my movies. You both did. The second veto was just because it was too low, you dumb. That's, okay, the well then now, Paris, let me ask you a question. If it's already been picked, that's fine. Paris, what is your number one film of 2016? My is it on this one, list already? Yes. Is it Swiss Army Man? It's a tie between Swiss Army Man and Arrival. Arrival probably being number one. So what's your number three then? Do you have one? It was Moonlight. Oh, fuck. That's what I'm saying. All, I all did I'm gonna this say correctly. Is I picked Manchester by the Sea and it was the mm-hmm. most boring pick of the whole list, but it had the to be boringest. on here. But it did um, need to be. So, you know, I was... Stop the politics. I took one of the team back then. Here's what's going to happen. Before I announce my number one pick, I'm going to pick all... I'm going to say the other three movies on my list. And y'all are going to see why I'm picking this at number one. Okay. This is not... The, the fourth thing I'm going to say is going to be the number one pick. Okay. The other picks on my list were Deadpool... Barf. Oh my! I would rather God. kill myself. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This is what you. This is what you were gonna have me do, Matt. No, don't even try. Okay, go ahead. Just continue. Kubo continue. and the Two Strings. Okay, That's classic Tom pick. 
and not, trying not to a number be- one. Not a number train, one. <laughs> I agree with you. Just listen to me. And train to Busan. Okay. Those were the other picks on my list that we haven't mentioned. I would say they're honorable mentions, if anything. Yes. Before you Matt, say what your pick is, I just need to say, if you don't like La La Land, do not pick La La Land for the sake of this exercise, is all I'm saying. If Matt, you don't like that movie, Matt, don't, don't listen to Matt. You're the dumbest boy no, understand. no, I'm don't. not going to. I'm just I'm saying. I'm going to okay, pick. Okay, 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 shut up. Everyone, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking La La Land as the number I one pick. What? You, oh, Paris. my God. Because coward, Paris. I am not a coward. You forced me. You don't even like it. You for what was I gonna pick? I told you the three other things on my list. Who are you doing this for? For America, the listeners. No, Matt. This is for us. You're gonna cherish this list. You're Matt. You're the dumbest boy in school. I literally. (laughs) The reason I said. The three other things on my list is because I was trying to say none of those should even be in the top five. They're they're solid. I think they're all solid picks, even though you guys grown to Deadpool. I think they're all solid Oof. picks. None of those should be in the top five. Nonetheless, number one, Matt, you fucked us with your chaos demon. Therefore, I have to just pick what was necessary. Just pick Deadpool no, no, no. so I can cash no. in my ticket and leave this earth for good. Okay. Oh Do me the favor and please just put me out of my misery. Matt, Paris, as one I of your friends, the assignment. I, I, that's the thing. I understood the assignment so much. I did the homework because she Travis only had was three like, picks blah, blah, she... blah. She used the number one pick because on La La Land because Matt and I were for cowards. the group hey, no. because you two are the worst. No, I, I agree, but originally the list I was just saying, it. yeah, I I think so too. Here's the thing, Matt. Originally I was just saying you're the worst, but I think that me and Travis trying to collaborate upset you because you're a little bitch. And I am <laughs> mad about it. No, I am. I cannot explain how mad I am. I literally had to pick a movie I don't even care for as number one, and it's your fault, Matt. But so real really, Matt. Paris, you did have to give up your number one, but through all of this, we did get Swiss Army Man at four, and we bumped Arrival up to two. So you did kind of win in a sense, still. I will say that having Swiss Army Man on the list at all, I'm happy about that. I thought it wasn't going to be able to be on the list. I would have been okay with it at number one, but this list had to have La La Land on it. It would have been stupid. It would have been embarrassing for you two if this list did not I have know. La La Land. You're I right. Know. It like, would I, have I, been. I... It would have been. And you can't put that on me. Has been my point this whole time. <laughs> but it was on you because you deferred no, it to Paris. It no, you did. You it guys fucked me. You is what I'm saying. Oh you could have chosen it at number two, and I would have picked Arrival number one. La right, La List well, not being on the list at all doesn't make sense. I would not have allowed that to happen because like Travis, I'm trying to be collaborative. I'm trying to be on the team with you guys and not just a chaotic demon like someone else over here whose name rhymes with Pat. Okay, well, let me run down the list real quick and I will just say that I am personally very happy with this list. The one... Selection that I'm like kind of iffy on is obviously Rogue One, but 
I'm okay with it because Paris really likes it and I am a Star Wars fan. That's just not the Star Wars movie I would, you know, go to for a list of any kind. But um, beyond that choice, very solid list. Love it. Because yeah, all honestly, your fucking favorite movies are on this list. It's why you're, yeah, <laughs> you great. love it. This is basically your top ten. Is so, why you love thing. it. I also want to say, like, looking back at 2016. It's true. I feel like not a strong year. Not a strong year. I was really looking at 2015, 2017 to try to see if anything overlapped. Like, I just think 2016, while it had good movies... Not a strong year. Not a year where I was like, oh, I've like got a top twenty that I have to whittle down. I was struggling to find to find ten. All right. Well, I'm gonna run down the list real quick because we haven't done that yet. And then if we're done rambling about the list, we could talk a little bit about some movies that were like outliers. Mm-hmm. And then we could move on from this segment. Yep. Sound good to everyone? Yep. <sighs> All right. So, number 10 was Cresha, number 9, Green Room, number 8, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, number 7, Raw, number 6, Manchester by the Sea, number 5, Moonlight, number 4, Swiss Army Man, number 3, The Witch, number 2, Arrival, and number 1, La La Land, where it should be. Um... Did you guys have fun doing this? Would you want to do it again? I will have my vengeance. (laughs) I think it would be really fun to do this again. I was having a great time until Matt decided to go full. (laughs) Full Matt on this. This turned out perfect. I'm... I know, but I but, I personally don't love that I had to give a movie that I don't care for. No, no, no. I, I definitely owe you one. Pick. I owe yes, you one. I think so as well. Thank you. Matt does too, but he won't admit it. <laughs> yeah, I think, shit, I think you all... Bitch. You all... <laughs> Did you just call me a bitch? <laughs> Not you. I would never. <laughs> I called You're Travis cutting... a bitch. You're cutting this out. I'm so oh, mad. No. Look what we've done. Listen, all I can say is that 2017, I think, will be a, a more interesting year just because there's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of picks that are like duplicate picks, like overlap picks. But w- I think we would run into the same thing where like, you know, you just assume someone else is going to say a thing and then you get down to the end and you're like, OK, oh. well, what the fuck am I going to do? Because that's the year of Call Me By Your Name. That's Blade Runner. That's Mother. That's Phantom Thread. Right. That's John Wick. was a big year. OK, a I will go on record year. and say 2017 is my favorite film year of all time. It's going to be huge. <laughs> of all time. You, I you think laugh, 1999. Matt. You don't even know what came out that year. <laughs> Dude, they all came out. Dude, your favorite movie, Thor Ragnarok, came out that Matt year. Matt just literally listed like 10 movies that came out that year. He doesn't even know. <laughs> you don't even know, dude. <laughs> Fucking Wonder dude. Woman. No, we all know Good Time. We all know Good Time came out that year. We know. And? 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 Littering and? And? Well, what's your Travis? other movie? You've got two movies. Okay. Demanding? Dunkirk, no, Mandy's not that year. Phantom oh, Dunkirk. Oh, Dunkirk. Yeah. <laughs> Killing Dunkirk. of a Sacred Deer. I can't the Last wait. Jedi. I can't. There Killing are of a so Sacred Deer. So many good movies. Oh yeah. 
It's going to be Blade Runner 2049. We might have to do a, a, a top A big 20. year. A big year. <laughs> no, no. It's got to stay time. All right. We'll, we'll keep it as, a, as a, a special surprise, a treat for the listeners. Yes, yes, yes. Um, let's, I, I would like to talk about uh, movies that didn't make the cut that were mm-hmm. maybe, you know, in consideration. Um, for me, I mean, I don't know how I didn't, wait, did the lobster come out in 2016? Yeah. I was very surprised that you didn't put that on the list. No, it did not. It came out in 2015. I triple checked. No, no, because Matt, you had it on your list. I did have it on my list. Well, then you were wrong. I triple checked. And it, it while Paris? it grossed money in 2016, it came out in 2015. Paris. Or else it would have been my number one. Paris, remember, we saw that movie together. We yes, did not know each other in 2015. We did yes. not know each other in 2015. We did. I was dating Paige in 2015. <laughs> we did not know each other in 2015. Right. IMDb. What in- the fuck have we done? No, no, no. It counts as 2015. No. I'm not. Why didn't you look at your list while you were doing this? I just sorted. I sorted. (laughs) No, I sorted by uh, by 2016. I I did the research. I did the research. The Lobster for this podcast counts as a 2015 movie. It doesn't, though. It doesn't. It's 20. Well, if it doesn't, then we have to redo the whole list. Matt, you know. What have we done? I like the lobster, but it's probably my least favorite Yorgos. So. It's the best Yorgos. Well, yeah, Killing I the literally Deer was going to say, I think Killing of the Sacred Deer is my least favorite Yorgos. Lobster is number oh, one. Love. I mean, ugh. I what, am the ashamed. favorite. No, definitely, it's definitely 2016, though. It's definitely, definitely 2016. But I didn't even look at my list. What was I thinking? No, yeah, I but it, it, it says on there, it says 2015. No, I know, but The Lobster was my number five. I'm looking at my list. The Lobster was my number five film of that year, and it's Paris. We go by theatrical releases in the United States. Mm-hmm. Letterbox for the most part. I mean, me the rules have gotten a little, uh, you know, a little iffy since then because of all the VOD releases. Okay, but, so uh, here's the thing. I think that if the if if Matt and I were not dumb, dumb pieces of shit, the lobster would definitely be on this list. Therefore, maybe this year doesn't count. Maybe just scrap all this. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. This because was because I uh, am with Matt. Okay, then great. Then count it in 2017. No. Something has wait, to be wait, said wait, 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 for wait, the lobster. Wait, wait, I have a proposition, Paris. Yeah. I know. I know you. I know you like Rogue One. But how would you feel about replacing The Lobster with Rogue One? I would rather replace La La Land. Uh, Please do. Please do. (laughs) Absolutely. No, no, no. The list is already... No, I'm not going to because we already said it. It is. But if if I'm being honest, I would replace La La Land with The Lobster. The Lobster was the number one movie of that year for me. I would bend the rule to swap Rogue One, but I would not bend the rule to swap for La La Land. All right. You don't get to cherry pick <laughs> bending rules based on your personal okay, preference. How about this? How about this? I move La La Land down to eight. Get rid of Rogue One. The Lobster is no, number no, one. No, no, We're I'm on board with that. I'm on board with that. I'm on board with that 100%. 100%. Yeah. I think you're... Uh, let's put it to a no, vote. No, no. Let's put it to a vote. Uh, no, that's let's dumb. Put her to no, no, Matt, let's phone I'm a friend. Let's get Tom your... in here. This is the problem. 
You are too much chaos. Okay. Okay. All right. Wait, wait, wait. How you about, guys... how about, wait, 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 wait. How about if I call Tom and I put him on speakerphone <laughs> and he answers, <laughs> he can weigh in. He can weigh in. Oh my God. How about Matt, it? cut. Okay. One, I love that idea to cut, cut this all out. Cut it out. <laughs> Don't have this. I'm gonna do it. I'm no, 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 no. We're I'm not. Do it. We're, I did not agree to it. Did not agree I'm to it. Do it. I, I don't, I don't care. I don't want it to actually change the list. I just want to. Lawland Matt's in on the list. full fucking unhinged mode right now, and I'm here for it. Oh my god, Tom hates you. Hey, dude. Yes, Tom, do you, can I have two minutes of your time? Uh, yeah. Okay, this is really important. I need to say you're on, you're on air. You're on the podcast. Okay. So also, we are you should doing, turn him up louder. We are doing a uh, draft of 2016 movies. And what has happened is Paris and I both forgot that The Lobster came out in the year 2016. So The Lobster did not make the list. Okay? That's where we're at. Okay. So we need you to weigh in because what has happened is we are debating slotting in The Lobster either at number one where La La Land currently is or... At number eight, where Rogue One, a Star Wars story, currently is. You can't is. pick something between one and eight? Well, <laughs> the thing is, is that those are Paris's That's picks. what I'm saying. We're doing this with Paris. And just the way, that's just the way the cookie crumbles, and this is where we are. But we're uh, debating yeah. somehow getting it in there. But we need, they tried to veto me, and I was like, no, we need Tom in here. I know he'll be a hero for me. And... Yeah. I mean, Rogue One is drastically overrated. <laughs> yes. So, the lobster in there is the but the lobster should be higher than an eight. So Paris's no. ar- argument is that the lobster should be higher than eight. So she I thinks it should be in at number it. one because she would have put it there if she hadn't forgotten. Is this four brackets or is it just one through eight? It's well, it's one through ten. So this is a consensus. The problem is that Travis <laughs> decided he would make an exception to put the lobster at eight, but not at one. <laughs> and that's why you come Which in is because really he, not was, his che- call. he it's, was trying it's, it's to cherry Tom's pick call. what makes sense for him. And this list is already all Travis already. I mean, no, no. If you heard no, this fucking no, thing, no. you would barf. <laughs> no. <laughs> So we're trying to figure out if an if an exception can be made because when you look at the lobster on Letterboxd, it it comes up as a 2015 movie, and I was sorting by 2016, so it didn't even come up. And Paris did the same thing. What's the 110 matchup and what's the eight matchup? The three eight. Well, so all right, so I'm I'm going to read the list to you real quick. So just so you just just for context, so La La Land is number one currently. And then it goes Arrival, The Witch, Swiss Army Man, Moonlight, 
Manchester by the Sea, Raw, Rogue One, Green Room, Cretia. That's the list as it currently stands. I know you wouldn't have let this happen, but you weren't here, so. <laughs> you got to get it in there for, uh, let's see. Swiss Army Man, no one's going to go to bat for that. Not hard enough. <laughs> you, have no, you have no idea. <laughs> but unfortunately, that's not in the conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look who's cherry picking now. Right. All right, Matt. Or but, Tom. I don't know. I think Rogue One kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about this? What if we bump Trisha and make uh, lobster Absolutely number three? You can't hear them, but not. Paris is proposing bumping Trisha and making Awful lobster number three. What did Trisha do? Making you lobster guys. and making lobster <laughs> number three. I'm I'm asking Tom. Doesn't stand a chance against La La Land. I know, I know. You're totally right, Tom. I wish you were here. No, that's why I said number three. All right, you guys didn't hear me. I'm gonna let you go. We 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 got what we needed out of you. I got uh, what I we? needed out of you. I, did well, I we? love you, Tom. We got and, nothing um, out of Tom. We're uh, we're gonna have to figure this out. So you'll have to listen to the episode to see what happens. All right. All right, miss you guys. All right, I love you, Tom. You have a good rest of your night. Bye, all right, talk to you soon. Adios. Bye. That was nothing, Matt. We got nothing out of Tom. So I feel like the consensus also, is the lobster goes cut into all eight, of this right? <laughs> no, yeah. Matt. No, I'm not okay with that. I'd rather have it not on the list. Sorry. I'd rather have it not on the list. It should be higher or not on there at all. That don't make no sense. All right. It, How about if this? it's forgotten as it was originally, that does make this? sense. How about this? We remove Rogue One from the list. You guys can put Lobster in anywhere but the number one slot. Everything else falls in place. Perfect. Number three. And I think I get the I highest agree. pick since it's, since it's my number eight that's leaving. We are breaking the rules, but okay. it's our first time. <laughs> there, we didn't, you know, no, some of us didn't do our homework, it sounded like. So we're going to make an exception here. <laughs> some of us did do our homework and we misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> yeah, you forgot that your favorite movie didn't co- or didn't come out that year. Some of us came into this <laughs> exercise <laughs> overconfident. Honestly, it, it wasn't until Matt said we saw that together. I didn't know you in 2015 that I had the realization. <laughs> Truly, I was like, it came out in 2015. I was going to stand by it to my grave. But then Matt said that, and I was like, I did not know Matt in 2015. That doesn't okay. make sense. We had like we had not known each other for that long when we saw that movie together. That was like a February. Fun fact: or That's like... when we were dating. Uh, barf. Was it? And though? so. I re- yes, because I remember being like, uh-oh, maybe we shouldn't be dating anymore. <laughs> After seeing that movie and people being in love that much, I was like, uh-oh. You were friends. like, oh my God, he's going to s- gouge out his eyes for that woman? I would not do that for this man. Let me I would do nothing close to that. I don't want that. All right. I'm not this, that. <laughs> this list fucks. Matt, I still got what I wanted, so... So that's why you made the concession. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So we're agreeing if we if we slot the lobster in at number three yep. and remove Rogue One. Yeah, we're, so now it's we're La La Land, Arrival, Lobster, which Swiss Army Man, Moonlight, Manchester, Raw, Green Room, Cretia. I mean, say what you will about Cretia, but I think this is a pretty good consensus list. That's, I like um, it better now. I also, I mean... I mean by default, I like it better now, but 
we're putting all of our flavors in one pot, and I think it's a pretty good mix. That's pretty good. Okay. I'm glad we had Tom <laughs> as the as like the um, the commissioner to say absolutely nothing yet allow us to concede what we were gonna do. I mean, I just appreciate that he was on my side with everything that I had to say. Granted, it was through you know he could he could only hear me, so it was you know. I was the only one providing context, I suppose. All right, so I'll go through the list one more time. We'll do any more outliers and then move on. Yes. So number 10, Cresha. Nine, Green Room. Eight, Raw. Seven, Manchester by the Sea. Six, Moonlight. Five, Swiss Army Man. Four, The Witch. Three, The Lobster. Two, Arrival. One, La La Land. Everyone is happy. I love it. Couldn't be much better. Yeah, I'm actually really good with At this that. point. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, the goal is to do this, but organically in the future. <laughs> I mean, that was kind that of. That is the ultimate goal. Ultimate. Well, without cheating, Matt. We it, cheated. Well, I it would have been I more organic if we knew. In the future. True, true, true. Certain people will do more research to make sure that certain movies. And maybe are on we the can list. do a little <laughs> like uh, housekeeping before we actually get in the draft and be like, just so you guys are aware. Yeah, these definitely. Movies. Right, right. Yeah, I need to actually consult my actual like best of because I I have a best of list for every year dating back to 2014. So it's yeah, there. I mean, I've got it's it. right there. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so for me, real quick, um, outliers that didn't make the list that I would have liked to see, Hell or High Water, Midnight Special, uh, Everybody Wants Some, and then those all made my top 10 back in 2016. One movie that didn't, that I would have been cool with on this list would have been Sing Street. Sing Street, I very heavily considered introducing as my chaos pick but i know you liked it so it wouldn't have been as fun right so (laughs) always ulterior motive (laughs) i also haven't seen it so i would have been like okay whatever so hey i've i've been trying to get Haley to watch sing street for like the whole time we've known each other and i finally did like two weeks ago and she loved it in paris i feel pretty confident you would love it Honestly, anyone who watches that movie typically comes out of it. I can't imagine not liking that movie. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Sing Street's a banger. Uh, You guys have a few you want to share? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Real quick. um, Hell or High Water was, you know, it was there for me, but never truly considered. But, you know, it was there if I needed it. Uh, 20th Century Women, same thing, you know. It was waiting in the wings, but <clears throat> never truly in consideration. Everybody wants some. Uh, the Wailing was in there. Mm. That would have been the true chaos pick, but I didn't. Uh, you would have had to get that one out of the way. No one's seen it. No one's seen it. You know. I've seen The Wailing. You have seen The Wailing. Did mm-hmm. you like The Wailing? I watched it like a year or two ago. Wow. Um, yeah, I did like it quite a bit. I feel like I need to watch it again, though. There's kind of a lot going on. It's crazy. The Wailing mm-hmm. is crazy. So, you know, it was it was in there, but I, you know, just because I knew you both probably hadn't seen it, although now I find out you have seen it. Um, that was in there. Um, and the Scorsese classic. Oh, yeah. Crisis of Faith, Silence. <laughs> that was in the mix did, as well. Did you consider OJ Made in America or would that have been not qualified? I mean, I, I saw it when I was looking at the movies from that year and I gave it five stars, but no. 
I wouldn't have considered it. Not that I don't think it's a film, but right. I wouldn't. Yeah, it's a, I don't know. Wouldn't have, it wouldn't have felt right here. It wouldn't Manchester have felt right here. Manchester by the sea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have felt right here. What about you, Paris? Did you get, what were your, uh, I mean, I guess you kind of already said your, like, it, it was Deadpool and. I did. I was having a crisis, but honestly, none of those were my top. I just kind of, like I said, I had a hard time compiling this year. So I'm comfortable with everything that I got on the list, even after the fact. And, um, yeah, I mean, I also like Deadpool, Train to Busan, and Kubo and the Two Strings, but I mean, most of those I haven't really revisited that much. I just enjoyed them, and Kubo and the Two Strings is very visually beautiful, but has a lot of issues with it, so I would say I'm I'm fine with those not being on there. I kind of, those were my priorities. Nice. Yeah, we saved the spot for Krisha. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what? Uh, real quick, I one movie. I will be watching after this. Uh, one movie that I meant to watch f- for the best of list back in 2016 was Tony Erdman. Still have never seen it, and I don't even think anyone has talked about that movie since 2016. But nope. that was all the rage at one point yep. during that year. <laughs> that movie was huge. Remember when Jack Nicholson was going to star in the yep. English language version yep. of it? <laughs> Whatever happened to that? So I, I will say there was a couple movies actually that I was surprised we haven't, t- I mean, I guess not, maybe not surprised, but that I was going to watch to maybe be on the list. And that's um, the handmaiden 10 Cloverfield lane. And Hey, that was the first movie the Matt and I one, saw but... together. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Aww, Huge bonding cute. moment. That was kind of where yeah. we really like became friends. Cause I, like I had, mm-hmm. I was more so friends with Tyler at that point. Yeah. And then, um, that was the first real uh, time I spent with Travis, and you know, I mean, that was here we yeah, are. That was our first hangout That's outside of so work. Cute. Yeah. We got yeah, it was huge, unbelievably high in in a car. And, oh, uh, dude! And then stood in line for an hour. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was stoned. I was like, "Who are these guys, and why did they just hotbox me in this car?" <laughs> 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 and then we just talked movies for an hour and a half while we Sounds waited like in line. like a perfect first hang. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, that's, a, that's a big time Matt, Travis, Tyler hangout is Matt getting way too fucking high and we all just talk about movies. <laughs> <laughs> Story of our relationship. <laughs> Fuck uh, yeah. I loved that, you guys. That was fun. That was a fun draft. I hope that was fun to listen to. I guess we'll find out. I yeah. feel like there should be some things you actually cut out, not just like normally where I'm like, cut this out and you're like, ha ha, and then you don't do any editing. But <laughs> I think that it was really Jeez. fun. The, okay, mostly the part with Tom's phone call, because... That is staying in for sure. I think that oh, yeah. that should stay in, but like that should be cut down because he is difficult to hear and most of it is just us yelling at you to talk to him and you don't say anything. Well, it seemed like you guys could hear him. Uh, it's hard to say, but we'll see how It'll it sounds. On, we'll see how it sounds on the recording. If it's but, um, well, I guess I'll cross that bridge when I get there, when I edit it. Yeah, you're not going to cut it out. You never do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, I have, and I do. You just don't remember okay. things that I cut out of the show. Because they're not in there anymore. All right. Um, well, this uh, this yeah. kind of went on a little longer than I anticipated. 
Yeah, me too. I thought that was going to take 30 minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I think that maybe next time you don't come in hot and go, I am trying to be competitive. I'm trying to win. You know, absolutely not. It's go, not going to go down that way. At you all. know how people go on reality shows and they go, I don't come here to make friends. I came here to win. I feel like this was supposed to be coming here to make friends, but you came here to win. And I will continue to come here to win. <clears throat> well, I think I'm probably going to bail out of here if that's all right. But you guys are welcome to stick around and chat crimes of the future. You guys cool with that? Yeah. I'll leave that up to Matt. Do you still want to talk? Or we could potentially do like a part B show next week. I don't know. Or just do another show and just cap this one here. I mean, I... I don't know. It's, it's getting pretty long. late for me. Yeah, I was like, it's been, it's, it, we've also been recording for like a long time. Yeah, we're over yeah. two hours. Yep. I don't know. I don't know that we want to do like a full review after this. So okay. So how do we, how do we feel uh, since we're not? It's not going to be a featured review anyway. Paris, how do you yeah. feel about we'll save we'll save our crimes of the future thoughts for next time? I'm uh, how do you how do you that. guys feel about like? going 10 more minutes and just briefly talking about what else we watch, if there's anything pressing and then we call it good or Travis, are you like, get me the fuck out of here. Chelsea is banging <laughs> on the door. Um, let me in. Let me in. I mean, I did tell her we would Poor be Chelsea. done like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. I also thought I was going to be done before seven. Well, so. prior to re- recording, I said, there's no way we go past seven and now it's yeah. seven eighteen. Yeah, Kurt's I told Haley to, I'd be done by 9.30. <laughs> 15 yeah. minutes ago. <laughs> Kurt has been trying to make dinner, and I keep... I, I was like... I literally... He texted me and was like, hey, like, I want to use the air fryer, but I know it's loud. Like, when is when is good? And I was like, I think we'll be taking a break after this. That was... um, Let's see here. Sorry. That was... At 6.38. So that would be 40 full minutes ago. That I was like, I think we're going to be taking a break in a few minutes, so you can come That's make fair. food. That's fair. Okay. Well, I will. Uh, let's let's wrap her up. I will leave with this. Um, which one of you, or both of you, is going to start another spinoff podcast with me uh, called Cinephiles Love Island? Because Love Island is back, baby. Which one of you is doing a? Uh, Weekly recap of Love Island with me. Matt, Absolutely not. Any takers? Can I, can I suggest actually that you do this with Haley Tucker because she loves Love Island and watches every single episode and she is very funny. If she has a microphone and I would she's give her willing, mine. I have Haley's number and I will text her because I would love to do a weekly recap of You should Love text Island. her because literally I, I've watched the only Love Island I've ever watched has been with her. Oh, man. All right, we literally, well, she she had a sleepover the other night. We watched Love Island. Like, she's <laughs> number one fan. All right. Well, fuck you guys. Uh, Love Island. <laughs> Love Island is going to blow up the world. It's going to be huge. Love Island. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, we did it. Uh, kind of an unordinary episode in that we haven't talked about what we've been watching or had a feature review, but I think nope. it's it's good. <laughs> I think I think the listeners will love it. Um, if they listen, so I hope and you did. yeah, I think we should do 
those in the future, even though we are just aping um, Screen Drafts idea. But um, we made it our own. It would fu- it'd be fun to like plan for it a bit and, you know, maybe rewatch a few things or watch a couple things you hadn't seen Definitely, from that year yeah. for the list and be a little bit more prepared. Could be good. Maybe on like a on a dry week, you know, when there's not much going on. I thought it was going to be an Uno reverse episode, and really it was an Uno draw four wild card episode, and I love that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I suppose that's going to do it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, you know, if you've got thoughts or ideas or questions or, you know, whatever the fuck, send us an email. Send a files digest mm-hmm. at gmail.com. We'll read them. You know, I say this every time. You guys don't. I know you're listening. I can see. I can see you're listening, but you don't <laughs> engage. Engage. If you're listening, engage. If you send us a thing, we'll engage with it. Whatever chaos you're looking to introduce, whatever dumb conversation topic, just anything, you know? Just engage. Also, if you want to be I know anonymous, you're there. you can. Like, you can be like, hey, don't say my name on the air, and Matt may or may not say it. Yeah, if you want, don't want me to. Yeah, like Paris said, I may or may not honor your request for anonymity, but, you know, do it anyway. We love chaos on this podcast, so just all I'm saying is just hit us up. Cinefilesdigest at gmail.com. Um, we will be back. Don't know what the next episode will entail, but, you know, there's there's some stuff coming out. Um, can't tell you off the top of my head, but there's stuff. So we'll wait and see. Maybe we'll do another draft. Maybe we'll do whatever. But, you know, there's always the digest. Keep an eye on the feed for the next episode. That should be coming in um, probably a week or so after you're seeing this episode post. So check her out. Anything else before we log off? One final shout out to Screen Drafts for uh, letting us use their idea without permission. <laughs> letting us, yeah. Retroactively letting us. <laughs> but you've been given full credit, so yes. if you got a problem with it, fuck you. <laughs> we made it our own. You know. <laughs> Having not done any research prior and not listening to their version, you know, I feel like we did it better, but yeah. <laughs> better? I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. We'll we'll let the listeners decide. <laughs> Send us an email. Let us know. And vote in the Patreon poll. Who did it better? <laughs> Only ninety nine dollars per month. Yes, for the price of a uh, Amazon Prime subscription, you can uh, subscribe to our non existent uh, bonus premium shit on Patreon. Please, please do. All right, let's get the fuck out of here, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back. Bye bye.